0: Welcome to the New Zealand Digital Podcast. This is episode number five. I'm your host, Paul Spain, and special thanks to Idealog magazine for supporting this episode and Guerrilla Technology. We're here at ASB's uh, North Hall, new uh, new premises in Auckland for the ASB Bank, to hear a little bit about ASB's digital endeavours. Now, of course, ASB has been fairly innovative in the digital space for quite some time, uh, achievements such as being the first bank in the world to have a virtual branch on Facebook, and the first bank in New Zealand um, to offer uh, online banking. So I'm with Anna Curzon, who's the uh, General Manager of Brand Experience at ASB. Welcome along, Anna.
1: Hi, Paul, and uh, welcome to our new home at North Wharf. It's great to have you here.
0: Thank you. And also, Michael Ramsey, you're the uh, head of digital experience and commerce, I believe. Yes, I am. And uh, yeah, welcome. Well, let's jump in. Now, the topic, I guess, that sort of sparked having this conversation is the Like Loan campaign that you've recently launched. Now, this is something uh, quite unique. Maybe you can run us through, uh, run us through what that's all about. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I would love to. Look, we really uh, are delighted with Light Clone because we've spent a lot of time uh, through our social channels uh, building a fantastic community through through Facebook and through Twitter and, and other social platforms. And we really wanted to an opportunity to give back to that community, um, and LikeLone is a perfect way to do that. So essentially, for the last two weeks and for the next two weeks, we are offering our Facebook community the opportunity to win a fantastic value home loan rate, and essentially all you have to do—we open it up at eight am on a Wednesday morning. You go in and you uh, like our like clone app, and um, then the more people that like it, the lower the rate goes. And then we make a draw at the end of the end of the, that process. And uh, if you're the lucky person, I mean, so someone uh, on Wednesday this week uh, got a two percent home loan rate, which is fantastic. Yeah,
0: that's uh, that's pretty nice. Uh, I guess. What about all the other people that voted and uh, and didn't manage to get the two uh, percent uh, rate? Do you ha- have anything else in store for them?
1: Well, we've got two more weeks. So as long as they go back and participate again, then they've got the opportunity to win. And I think if you if you read the comments uh, when we uh, when we've made the draw, it. They are so supportive of, A, the winners, and B, the community. Uh, The sentiment is just so strong saying, look, I'd really love to win this uh, because everyone really wants that slice of... of, uh you know, a, a Kiwi bit of land in New Zealand, so home ownership is is at the forefront of a lot of people's dreams and hopes, and uh, so they really want that rate, but they're also saying if I don't get a chance, you know, it's great to know that someone else who's who's really deserving is going to get this, and when we announce the winner, there are so many congratulatory kind of notes and, and well wishes, so it really... I think it's a great example of uh, that community supporting each other um, to deliver value back. And, uh, yeah, we're really delighted with it.
0: Yeah, it's certainly great to have that, uh, that good feedback from the community. That's a, that's a pretty good sign. Uh, Michael, maybe you can tell us a, a, a little bit of the sort of the behind the scenes on uh, putting this together and you know, what are the unique things that sort of have stood out to you. I don't know if you can share any numbers, numbers with us or, uh, yeah... Um, probably not so much in the numbers
2: space, but, I mean, it's about engaging the community on those platforms and utilising them in such a way that the community uh, that we are built in that space um, can get some great value out of um, bringing that sort of banking option or opportunity into the, into Facebook, so to speak. Um, and we've used a lot of our own assets as well to help drive a lot of that, so it's about really integrating and converging that experience for our customers. Um, and it's been really, really exciting, and we've been really impressed with the uptake over the first two weeks.
0: And with something like this, how do you measure, you know, its success from ASB's uh, perspective? It's great that you're doing something that no one else has uh, done before, um, but also this takes up a lot of time, a lot of investment to, you know, to put the these sorts of things together. Um, yeah, certainly the, there's plenty of, uh, you know, attention that you'll get from uh, doing this. But how do you weigh those things up? How do you make a decision on, you know, with something like this, whether it's uh, whether it's something worth doing? Well,
2: typically, a lot of these things with uh, any sort of uh, campaign or activity we like to do in the marketplace. It's all about delivering value to customers and engaging customers through um, different platforms or opportunities. Um, and Facebook's a place that we've had a lot of um, success through um, and we've really built up a great community there. And to be honest with you, when it comes to the time and effort, um, it, it, we feel there's a lot of value in doing that in these areas because that is where our customers are and our communities are that we can actually help deliver and drive value through.
0: Cool. Um, now, something else that you've done uh, recently is you've launched um, a blog, and a th- and I think uh, you're probably the only bank at the moment that has a um, that has a blog. Um, tell us, you know, how you put that together. Who's uh, you know who's contributing uh, to it? Is this something where you've got sort of you know, professional writers externally that are uh, that are writing, content, or this is this the sort of real deal? Um, you know, coming from your team and so on.
2: Yeah, um, we've got a, a... So to start with sort of the first point, the content, I mean, we've actually got a really rich uh, content um, community within our organisation themselves, um, right the way up from, you know, some of our senior executive, uh, a very um, Steve Yukovic did a, a post recently around his experiences in China. Um, and, you know, Simone and her team do a great job of bringing that content to life. Um, we have a community manager that looks after uh, creating the content um, and keeping it fresh and topical is the key thing there because you've really got to engage through those platforms. It's it's taking moving from a very static um, to a very dynamic sort of content space.
0: And uh, how you maximise that content? Obviously, it's you know it's great putting a, putting a blog uh, you know up there, but you know how are you taking that out to the community? What sort of response are you getting in terms of you know feedback and uh, and interaction? Are you allowing people to post comments on the blog, or you know is that something that uh, you know happens in other other tools?
2: Yeah, so the distribution of the content is done through a lot of our social channels, so you know, through Facebook or through Twitter. Um, but we're also putting a lot more focus on our own assets like our ASB.co.nz site. Um, it gets a lot of uh, traffic and a lot of volume of users going through it, so obviously having the blog content there to engage with, the, with them in that area is, is pretty crucial for us. So it's really using those owned assets that we've got to help drive that content. And we certainly encourage customers to comment on it. I mean, it's all about engaging on that platform, um, and it's about a conversation.
0: Now, um, yeah, talking about the uh, assets you have in this you know in the social space, I think I had a look earlier and you 've got something in the range of seventy five thousand uh, Facebook fans um, heading towards ten thousand followers on facebook uh, on um, on twitter um, what are the are there any other social platforms that you use? Where do you see uh, for instance Google+ Plus uh, fitting in um, LinkedIn, um, yeah, some of the the, the photo sharing type, uh, you know, sites like Instagram and so on. Where do where do you see um, them, yeah, placing as far as you're concerned?
2: I mean, ultimately, it's about where customers are and where they're engaging. I mean, we, we were, you know, on Google Plus very early, um, and we've certainly got a, a presence on LinkedIn, as, as most uh, organisations do, um, and we certainly. Um, from a community management perspective, we certainly get out there and, and work with those and um, different groups and communities that are on those platforms. So, yeah, it's not a case of we focus on Facebook or Twitter. It's actually wider, and it's where our community are and where we can see these conversations or places where we can add value as well.
0: And, I mean, how do you decide, you know, how much time to, I guess, put into those uh, different platforms? Is it, is it a direct reflection of the n- number of community, uh, you know, number of uh, members on... Uh, you know, on those platforms that you're connected with or is it, you know, down to how much chit-chat you get with them and so on uh, or, or is that something that you, uh, you know, you don't have anything sort of specific on but, you know, you judge it and you t- sort of take it as it comes a little bit.
2: Yeah, it's, it's probably the later, I mean, you, you're in there and it's sort of a mix of everything. It's where, where the audience are, um, it's how they're engaging and, and how you want to um, proactively engage with that audience as well, I a agree.
0: Now, something else quite interesting uh, is the new premises we're in—the uh, the the North Wharf uh, here. Now, uh, maybe Annie, you can tell us a little bit about uh, this new space yeah. and uh, and what's exciting about it because there's a fair bit of uh, uh, you know technology and so on Im- involved.
1: Oh, I'd love to. Uh, so this is for, for our team. It's it's uh, week one uh, of the move from ASB Tower up in Wellesley and Albert Street down to North Wharf, which is in the Wynyard Quarter. Uh, and for us it was i i guess they were two key Uh, factors. Sustainability is is hugely important uh, for us in terms of uh, our community and and, and where we are and so this building is really at the forefront uh, of sustainability in New Zealand. In fact, in Australasia, uh, we've really focused on lowering energy consumption across air and water and light. So all of the toilets uh, use rainwater. We can um, have natural air conditioning i.e. open up a window. (laughs) Who gets to do that in their office? Um, And just let the fresh air in when conditions permit. And we've got a big funnel at the top of our building which which creates that natural airflow. So uh, it's a fantastic place to work from that perspective but also to... uh, we understand that in terms uh, of our future, we really need to make sure we're working collaboratively and uh, this whole building has been designed to make sure that you know you bump into each other. Uh, the toilets are, uh, you know, you really have to walk a long way to get to them, so there's a bit of planning involved, but it means you're bumping into people along the way and having those conversations where in the past you'd probably email someone and, you know, wait for 24 hours for a reply and you play that ping pong game. Uh, there's also specific spaces for us to work so if you really need to just focus on something there are individual rooms where you can go and just really get your head down and and get that nailed do some thinking time. There are shared workspaces so we don't have a, no one has a desk here, Uh, you turn up you have a neighbourhood but essentially you can sit down at any desk in this building and start working so it might be that you're collaborating with another Group of people, and you want to spend some time with them. That's completely cool. Um, but there's also uh, really collaborative spaces um, where you know you can get on their whiteboard, you can hook up the technology, and uh, and uh, video people in from different parts of the organisation. And uh, we're all on wireless technology as well. So we all have our own laptops or iPads. Uh, So it really is dry. It means we're harnessing the genius, I guess, of everyone here in this building uh, through technology, through a great environment. And it's really stimulating. We're we're just loving it.
0: Okay, so a quick question. You've been in the building how many days for you?
1: This is day five.
0: So uh, you can sit anywhere you like. How many different places have you been sitting so far this week?
1: Gosh, I've probably sat at least in two different places every every uh, day, so at least ten. And it's quite cool because you have different conversations with different people. Uh, and uh, and I think you get into a bit of a rhythm too about the types of things you're doing and where the appropriate places are to sit. So, um, yeah, at least ten different places. We're, you know, this time last week, I went back to my desk where I'd been for the last 18-odd months, <laughs> picked it up, and I, I'm happy to say I'm not missing it at all.
0: <laughs> that's cool. Now, what uh, implications do you think that's going to have? You know, we look across... You know the CBDs across New Zealand, um, you know auckland being the being the biggest, what are the implications on property because in terms of you know floor space and so on, if you're uh, doing that sort of hot desking type operation, you know, ultimately uh, you know over time as more and more organizations move to this uh, type of operation, there's not going to be so much of a demand on space is there.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's part of the sustainability uh, pursuit as well because if you think about it, no one's at their desk 100% of the time in the modern workplace. And so uh, I think uh, it's... It'll be great for um, for modern workplaces if they can really focus on what matters most in terms of getting the best out of your people and nourishing them. And uh, it's not necessarily giving them all a uh, rabbit box-like hole <laughs> that they consider every day. It's about creating those collaborative workspaces. It's about letting them engage with whoever they want. It's about a really flat structure. So, for example, uh, my boss, Roger Beaumont, who's our Executive GM of Marketing and Communications – he sits with us, uh, you know, and he'll pop up next to me, or he'll pop up next to whoever, you know, and um, and that's really nice to see. He's engaging with our team each and every day, and so uh, yeah, I think it's um, I think it's great in terms of uh, the the economics. Of um, of property, especially in the Auckland CBD, but it's just also great in terms of building the IP uh, of your organisation and and really just investing in your people.
0: So uh, yeah, I mean definitely it's got to you know, lighten the load on on property. Do you do you think Auckland's growing you know, fast enough to keep up with the space that's here, or do you think you know ultimately over the next ten years we might see a decline in in property values, if this becomes the yeah, the norm,
1: gosh, it's probably a little bit outside <laughs> outside my remit. J-
0: just your personal opinion, well,
1: my personal opinion. Um, Look, I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's a similar game to social. You go where the party is, and, and I think where it makes sense, I think Auckland City is doing a fantastic job. I mean, you only need to look out our window and see the beautiful spaces that we've got, the the art uh, that's just all around us uh, within the Auckland CBD so look I think uh, as long as uh, Auckland City keeps investing and doing all the great things it is you know um, more organisations will want to be here and uh, and enable their people to uh, work in, in such a great city that's so stimulating
0: and I guess yeah, as we look at Christchurch that's going through a rebuild uh, Yeah, maybe a few more organisations will take uh, these sorts of working techniques on board It might make that a little bit easier too Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh Let's talk, uh, Michael, about the um, the upcoming app that you guys are working on now. Uh, you've got your uh, your mobile app across uh, Android, iOS, and and Windows Phone. I think probably the only bank that's sort of um, uh, got a full blown app on uh, on the Windows Phone at the moment. Um, now you're taking that sort of a step forward and taking the uh, business side of banking also uh, to a mobile app. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, where that's heading and how far off and, until uh, your customers might. Might be able to get their hands on uh, hands on that.
2: Yeah, I mean, as you highlighted uh, with our ASB mobile app that we had, which is more for personal users and personal use, um, we've had some outstanding success with that and some great feedback from customers. And the and the business version of that is effectively following on from that. And again, it's looking at addressing some of those key pain points um, that you know context of a mobile experience can deliver really well. And for a lot of business users, that's about you know viewing payments and authorizing those payments on the go without necessarily being need to be tied to the office which is you know sort of leads on to the conversation we've just had and it's and it's about being free and mobile and actually being a lot more productive um, and this app certainly allows that so uh, it's, it's pretty exciting for us
0: and uh, yeah it, it's coming soon and will you be uh, supporting the same platforms as, as you are um, with your existing mobile app certainly looking at
2: uh, uh, iOS and Android. Um, and we'll keep a watching brief on other platforms as they come as we do with our current app um, in, the, in the personal space. It's, it's really about going where customers are and, and delivering the best experiences there.
0: And so uh, the app in terms of what it's going to deliver, will it you know, pretty closely uh, you know, match what people can do uh, online today or will there be anything sort of um, you know, that maybe doesn't fit in that space or something that uh, you would, you would particularly bring to a mobile that you wouldn't have uh, in, the, in, the, um, in the web platform?
2: Yeah, I think it's all about context. So if you think about yourself as a mobile user, you don't necessarily need that full-blown experience. Um, you want the key tasks that you do, and you want them made really simple and really easy, and that's what we're focused on. Um, similar to what we did with the you know the ASB mobile app with the payments, you know, integrating into your email and, and mobile number, into your contacts and pulling things out like that. Same concept with this. It's about being able to view payments and easily and quickly authorise them. So. That's where we see the opportunities in these areas. It's not necessarily about you know taking the full blown experience and shrinking it down. It's actually picking out those key ones that really deliver the best value for customers.
0: That's good. Now, um, looking at what you offer with your uh, with your existing app, there are, there are I guess uh, you know uh, a couple of uh, uniques there in terms of uh, the way you're able to. Uh, Interact with uh, Facebook uh, friends uh, and also being able to make um, trade me payments. can you just give us a quick run through on, on how that's uh, how those things uh, fit in yep, sure um,
2: it, it's quite fun. I was looking back and it's, it's a year pretty much to the day when we, when we launched the Facebook payments capability and that was really exciting for us. It was really leveraging we were, we're in that social space um, being where customers are again, and uh, that's just kept going um, we've seen some great. Um, numbers come through on both Facebook payments, but also in the trade-me space. Um, again, it's all about where marketplaces are and where people are engaging and actually enabling them to seamlessly um, you know, make payments um, and making it really simple for them to do.
0: Cool. Now, the uh, I guess the, the, the flip side to uh, yeah, bringing in all these new things is there's always, uh, you yeah, know, Nasty people wanting to do nasty things uh, in the background. Uh, I mean, what's what have been the, your experience around uh, you know the the, uh, the Facebook integration? You know, sometimes people's accounts get hacked and things like that. I mean, have you seen uh, have you seen too many uh, you know issues crop crop up with uh, with security issues?
2: So I mean, we certainly you know, take security. Very importantly, and particularly customer security, and the Facebook um, app that we have in there, the Social Collect site, um, is as secure as our internet banking site. Um, And we've certainly focused on that as a key tenant to it all. Um, We take that, uh, you know, the the security side of things and and the trust that our customers have in what we deliver to them, um, you know, very, very importantly. So, um, from that perspective, uh, it's a key focus for us. Um, But you've always got to balance that with what's the best experience you can deliver in those ways. And we have um, yeah, we engage with our security experts uh, within the organisation and they're a key part of those early conversations around what we're trying to do across these different platforms. Um, and to me, they actually come up with some great ways of actually achieving some of those great experiences for us, for our customers, in a secure and safe way.
0: Well, I think, I mean, as consumers, we've been pretty lucky here in New Zealand that, um, yeah, you know, I guess, yeah, uh, you, know, you guys and the other banks tend to generally sort of carry the can as far as, you know, mo- most, of the, most of the risks. Yeah, uh, you know, I haven't heard too many stories of, of people, uh, you know, well, any actually in, in, in New Zealand really that have, have got themselves into sort of too much uh, hot water, whereas uh, we've heard stories from overseas where, you know, X hundred thousand dollars has come out of somebody's bank account because they were a little bit loose with their security. And uh, you know, the banks come back and say, well that's 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 your problem, um, you know, not not ours. Um is that, uh, is that likely to continue in that sort of uh, manner where, where you know the banks are generally you know the 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 very much the bulk of the onus comes back onto you from a security perspective? Well I think we
2: certainly focus on making sure and security is you know a high priority for us in anything we do. So the focus for us is really making sure that we're delivering the most secure and safe experiences for our customers. Really.
0: Because um, one of the ones, and you've probably seen it. I've, I've certainly had this is where your uh, you know, a friend's uh, you know, Facebook account gets hacked, or even uh, you know, their cell phone gets stolen, and you get uh, you know you get a message that uh, appears to be from that particular friend saying, "Hey, uh, can you please send me some money? I'm you know I'm stuck in this country, or I'm stuck in this uh, you know situation. I've got a flight to catch, and can you you know help me out, sort of thing." Yeah, uh, you know, similar sort of. I've seen a text message along the along the same sort of line. Um, how you know, how can you counter those sorts of uh, uh, you know situations if uh, if somebody falls for it?
2: So a lot of it's around education, uh, you know, and it's enabling everyone to have a to think twice about certain things, and, and it's a lot of it's common sense. I mean, sometimes you feel like it is common sense, but it's more often than not, it's um, educating people to make sure they're aware of these sort of. Um, you know, uh, fraudsters out there, and there's some of their activity and some of the behaviours. So it's it's having those com- open conversations with customers to make sure they're fully aware of those. And it's not just in a banking environment; it's wider than that as well. So uh, for us, yeah, that's a, that's a strong part we play in that wider education of customers.
0: So that's a sort of area where you might use your blog and your Facebook uh, presence to share to share more of those sorts of uh, those sorts of stories.
2: Yeah, that's right, and that's a it's a great um, use case for the blog. It's actually us helping. Educate and communicate out to wider audiences around some of the the things to look out for and, you know, to be vigilant. Mm.
0: Now, um, looking back at the back at the blog, I mean, it is quite you know unique. I think you know, look, Looking back, you know, I never expected uh, you know the sort of communications with a bank that we, you know, that we're starting to see now it was sort of like you know bank big faceless organisation. Uh, and but now as you're opening up that uh, you know it changes the picture uh, somewhat. Are there, are there many challenges associated? Um, you know, with becoming a bit more bit more open and, and, and so on, it's a, it really is, you know, different. If we look back, uh, you know, certainly, you know, 10, 15 years ago, um, you know, there was nothing like, like what's happening now.
2: No, I mean, true, I mean, things have moved on and uh, I think a lot of the conversations that we have through our social channels and, um, and a lot of what our community in that space do, it's... It, some of The conversations you have in a branch, for example, or when you call up someone in the contact centre, I mean, ASB's always prided itself on our customer service, and we've just extended that into some of these other more digital platforms or virtual worlds, so to speak. And, and, and for us, that's just been a natural progression. Um, it hasn't felt awkward or difficult, um, and it's how we engage our customers. And, and to me, that's the exciting thing about you know, ASB and where we've got to and what we're, what we're doing in this space is that we're doing it with our customers, um, and that's the exciting thing.
0: But does it make it harder to deal with you know the challenges every organisation will it, you know times have have people that are upset uh, you know with you for for one reason or another uh, yeah regardless of of whether 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 it's fair that they're upset but you know these things happen now you know, these things are starting to happen I guess in a more uh, you know public um, realm how do you uh, ha- you know how do you handle those sort of situations and uh, you know avoid them sort of yeah. Uh, you know, blowing up into into a yeah, public nightmare as it were
2: yeah I don't think it's much of a case of how do you avoid them blowing up it's more a case of being honest and open and saying look sometimes we don't get everything right but it's actually been um, working with your community to actually deliver and uh, resolve the issue or the challenges um, and yes that may be in a, a slightly more public form than normal but I mean to be honest it's actually about um, us delivering or addressing the customer issue and, and managing it through that way
0: um, now, one other thing that you've been uh, doing that we we chatted about before we we kicked off um, is engaging with your customers via video conferencing uh, with a New Zealand product called uh, FaceMe. Now, this again is, is something that's uh, that that's a new approach for banking. Um, can you just run us through? Uh, you've just I think you've just recently been piloting this. Um, you know how that's gone and and, and what situations that uh, you know, you'd find this to be useful.
2: Yeah, so we've just just completed a pilot with with FaceMe. Um, we used a number of different business units um, actually used the the capability, and it was it's about enabling customers to actually engage with specialists um, from the convenience of you know, at home, so to speak, um, via you know a simple web browser. Um, and the and the key thing there was making it really simple for customers to engage with us, um, and doing that through a browser interface is obviously one of those uh, an advantage rather than having to download anything. Um, Customers have found it great, the pilot has been a success um, and it's been a natural extension for us from the video conferencing capability we've had within our branch network um, and simply extending that to enable customers to do it from home. So they can have those conversations with some of our specialists in the insurance or wealth space. Um, outside work hours when you know, they're too busy to, to, to make time to come to a branch or send anything up and often um, you know when the kids are in bed and you can sort of sit down and also have your you know, partner, wife, husband, whatever um, there with you and, and it's uh, it's a bit more of a convenient um, time to do those or have those conversations
0: okay so how do you manage that at those sort of hours do you see so you have this set up in your call centers do you have you know do, do your staff or you know your staff working from a call center to do this um, how's that sort of structured
2: yeah I mean basically wherever the business units have been set up um, they have access to to the same uh, interfaces and systems and they can communicate with customers through those. Working outside of ours, I mean, we're 24-7 from a contact centre perspective, so it's it's certainly, um, it's about delivering service when our customers need it, really.
0: And I guess, you know, in a lot of cases, people you know, have a fairly, uh, you know, arm's length relationship, you know, with a bank. Um, yeah, they might... Not know any individual, uh, you know, within the organisation, and so on. Uh, do you see that this sort of technology is going to change that uh, as time goes on, or will people still just be, you know, connecting to, uh, you know, what might feel like a random individual within a within a course centre? Or do you think that, you know, relationships uh, between, uh, you know, uh, your customers are going to, you know, are really going to, uh, you know, improve? I guess with with individuals within the organisation.
2: Yeah, that's right. I mean, as I said earlier, I mean, ASB's always been about great customer service. Um, and the thing that I've really enjoyed working here, and it's coming up to five years now, is the fact that, you know, you communicate quite regularly with customers, um, be it through frontline staff or, you know, through the digital channels. And if that's video, um, that's another way that you do that. So, uh, yeah, the customer service side of it, um, putting putting a face um, and someone that you can talk to around, you know, your personal financial needs, um, it's, a, it's a big part of what the ASB's about.
0: So the focus of this technology would be more uh, towards your um, consumer-type customers? Where does bu- where do business customers fit in?
2: Yeah, so it's across, um, so we're pilot with a number of business units um, across the bank and there's certainly needs across those areas. Um, yes, there's certainly personal customers, but business customers have needs and those needs are often outside business hours as well. So it's, a, it's about dr- addressing those as well.
0: Great. Um, well, I think that just about wraps it up. Now, I guess just going back to uh, the Like Loan campaign, which, which was uh, the thing that, that triggered, triggered our, uh, our discussion, um, how, how low is that, uh, is that interest rate going to go?
1: Well... I think, uh, you know, make sure, Paul, that you like it on Wednesday next week and, uh, and you'll be able to see. And it really is up to the community to drive it uh, to, to, to get that, you know, uh, late, that rate uh, lower. So uh, we'll just uh, let the community come on in and see how, how low they can can get it to go.
0: And uh, if, you don't, if you don't actually, if you're not in the position where you need, need a loan, should you still like it? Is there any benefit in, uh, in jumping on board and getting involved?
1: Absolutely. So if you're not in a position within six months to take up the the opportunity to have that rate, then we'll give you um, a cash amount instead. So uh, you don't walk away empty-handed at all. And, uh, look, momentum's really growing with Like Loan. We found that uh, between week one and week two, we had a 45% increase in in likes and we had a 55% increase in shares. So that's telling us we've got real advocacy out there. It's a great viral thread and people really want to make sure that as many friends and family can get involved as possible.
0: Oh, that's great. Thank you very much, Anna, for joining us. And uh, thank you, Michael. Been a pleasure. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening into this episode of the New Zealand Digital Podcast. Thanks, too, to Idealog Magazine and Guerrilla Technology for their support. Now, you can track us down online, nzdigitalpodcast.com. We're also at facebook.com slash nzdigitalpodcast. And we're on Twitter, at nz underscore digital and you can track me paul spain on twitter at paul spain all right see ya